Revolution Network. We got the mostly the full squad. Uh, no Nick Jones, as our boy just uh, had his first baby. Uncle Cheese, are you pumped? I am super pumped. Yeah, Uncle Cheese, so excited. Uncle Cheese, yeah, she's uh, she's beautiful. She's uh, five pounds, fifteen ounces, nineteen inches long. Got a great head of hair on her, just like her uncle. Kinda like a little pig skin. Uh, like a little, little yeah. <laughs> She, she's she's pretty small. She's kind of like the size of a football right now. Yep. yep. Yeah. For sure. Well, it's also Uncle Jerem. So. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm highly. This one's pretty cute, though. Those, the the little girls, they're just they're mm-hmm. just something special about them. I don't know what it is. True. Yeah. She's a cutie. I picked up a, I a plate. I picked up a five pound plate yesterday at work, and I was looking at it in my hand, and I was like, "This is how much she weighs," <laughs> and it just melted my soul. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> little Peggy. That's all she was. <laughs> her, her name is actually Barbie. Parker Rose. Yeah, for the record, it is not Peggy. Yeah, it's not Peggy. Not Peggy but... Betsy Jones. Sorry, yeah, Parker, just... Peggy, and Poppy. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness! But a classy goodness. baby. Uh, well, that was our biggest news of the weekend. True. But our best football news was Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. Holy moly. Those boys put up some stats, and the Cowboys wish they would have paid Dak. Just ask week. Cheese how <laughs> so. Lamar Jackson played in our fantasy matchup. <laughs> oh, how, yeah. how'd, that, how'd that go, Cheese? Yeah, he had a pretty good week. Pumpy got a little lucky, but, you know, it's, it's a long season. It's a <laughs> it is a long season. season. I had really hoped I, just, I was going to beat Nick, but I was like, listen, this weekend of destiny for the Jones family. They were going to mm. beat me. So I started out the week making Buffalo feel like he's going to get the dub. Because I left a tight end in that wasn't even playing. Rookie. <laughs> yeah, you did a really good job. But then, good job. Yeah, Trey But then my, uh, my fantasy football voodoo came back and worked, and I ended up pulling it out. He had a yeah had a terrible week, but still managed to win. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the Jeremy Hood curse. It doesn't matter who's playing against him. You you probably will score less than 110. That's what so. it's all about, oh, man. Of course. That's what it's all so about. He, great defense there in fantasy from Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's let's get back to uh, Pumpy's pick of Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was what I watched just a little bit, and you're kind of like, obviously I'm watching the Titans here, and I keep looking back and seeing all these crazy touchdowns happening, and you just hear about uh, some some guy from Oklahoma named Hollywood Brown, mm-hmm. boomer, getting some getting some uh, big touchdowns, long runs, flashy. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a little scary to watch that combo. I mean, I know it's the Dolphins; they're basically like a interim squad. But yeah, I think I uh, I think I saw a stat where Marquise Brown only played like twelve snaps. So he had six <laughs> yeah. he had six targets, four catches, two touchdowns. Yeah, it was it was something insane. It was like, yeah, he may have like, yeah, he's probably not going to catch two long touchdowns, you know, in a game the rest of the season, maybe. But I mean, if his snap count goes up, I mean. Knows, yeah. you know, but yeah, scary. He, uh, like Lamar Jackson said in the interview after the game, you know, pretty good for a running back. I love five that. touchdowns he threw. But, and, we'll, uh, no. but I mean, he's always had a big arm. I mean, and now he's got yeah. some. You got Hollywood, who's a deep threat. Mark Andrews is a stud tight end. I mean, one of the best pass catching tight ends in the in the league. He, uh, big target. Yeah, I mean, if Lamar keeps. They run it well. I mean, you're gonna have to sack the box against them, and then 
yeah. if he gets one-on-one matchups, it's but who knows? But from you know, the crazy. from the fantasy side, when you look at his numbers or his fantasy points he put up, I'm like, because I didn't get to watch the game, and you're like, he put up that numbers. I wonder, you know, how many rushing yards, how many rushing touchdowns he had, but he had. What like three rushes for six yards? Six yards. That's, yeah, that's, that. yeah. that's the most impressive part to me because you think. I assume that he probably had fifty, sixty yards to go along with it, but exactly. everybody's afraid he's going to struggle as a pocket quarterback. But no, you just slap him in the pocket, protect him a little bit, and he picked him apart. I was pretty shocked, but I like it. I think yeah. it's great for the game. And then you got Robert Robert Griffin the third sneaking in there, getting him a getting him a touchdown late. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I forgot, Dude, your boy. Yeah, I forgot he was in the league. If you'd have told me a couple of years ago that uh RG three would have thrown a touchdown in week one and Andrew Luck would be retired, I'd be like, Nope. You're, you're crazy, but no, here we are. You know, you know RG three you know RG three you know got that touchdown is like still, still got it. <laughs> still got it, yeah. Yep. For sure. Playing third stringers on the freaking <laughs> Miami Dolphins. Everybody's yeah. like trading. The ESPN account didn't even know the difference between uh, Lamar yeah, they and was, uh, on the fantasy thing. It literally just kept giving Lamar Jackson points. Like, <laughs> he's not even playing. How did he still? He, he didn't throw that. He didn't get that touchdown. That's because they were extra proud. They were racking him up. I was like, goodness. Yeah, they're giving him everything. in lieu of a big game. We're just going to give you extra points. Here, just take some more, buddy. Yeah, here you go, buddy. That's, That's all I felt, but. Yeah, Mark Ingram also 107 <clears throat> yards and two touchdowns. Kind of mm-hmm. answer that question of how good's he going to be by himself? Oh yeah, um, and they quotations by himself. I mean, it just proved that he's going to be the you know the workhorse there. I mean, Gus Edwards got some got some touches, but I mean, it's Mark Ingram's backfield. It's kind of, so. I'm looking right here. Actually, Gus Edwards out touched him. On, uh, he ran the ball three more times than Mark Ingram. Did he really? He really did. No, I mean, yeah. not early. I mean, I mean, if you after look, he got the hot when man. the starters were right. in. Yeah, it was I mean, over the starters halftime. were in. True. Yeah, they were up what forty had forty two at halftime. So I mean, if you look when the starters were really out there, that's true. That is, I mean, Mark Ingram is out touching him. And Gus Edwards got a lot of that trash work, but I mean, in a close game, Mark Ingram's going to be their go to guy. Yeah. Um, man, it's it kind of sucks for everybody in Miami. You're like in probably the best market. You, I mean, as far as like living and how much fun you could have, old Fitzpatrick. Uh, poor guy was kind of running for his life. Yeah, that, uh, that most of the a game. nightmare. That's terrible. They yeah. traded away their best receiver. So yeah, yeah. it kind of sucks. So there's <laughs> there's a guy at work. His son's the center for the Dolphins, and you know I always try to keep up with him. Like, hey, how's everything going? But <laughs> Probably not going to be bringing that up much the rest of the season. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Touchy hey, subject. Yeah, I think, sure. I, I think I may have noticed he took the Dolphins plate off the front of his truck this week. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Cold. Good to take that up there. But. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of Hollywood, uh, I put on here a little fun question. Seeing as uh, the rich get richer and AB's headed over to New England and staying in the old Tommy Brady's house. Mm-hmm. The wonder the wonder kid who absolutely dominated Pittsburgh again uh, on Sunday night, which is kind of a snoozer because I've kind of felt like all these big matchups besides the Saints game <clears> last <throat> night was uh, was a snooze fest of a weekend oh, as far as big awful. games. Right. Agreed. Yeah. So, in saying that, we'll get back to A.B. and his crazy self. I don't know the allegations – if they're going to come in light or how that's going to work out. But if they stay healthy the rest of the year and play, who has a which Brown cousin has a better season, A.B. or Hollywood? Ooh, that's um, big. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go ahead and go. Uh, I mean, if none of these allegations, you know, happen to 
make you miss any time and uh, he stays healthy, I mean, it's got to be A.B. I mean, that short pass game from Tom Brady. And then you look at what Philip Dorsett did down the field with his speed. I mean, A.B. has always been a deep threat as well, as well as like a possession receiver. You can just do it all. So, with Tom Brady, uh, I still got to lean A.B. Well, I think I'll take a different approach here, shockingly. I feel like, number one, if the Ravens are going to have a good successful season, then uh, Hollywood's going to have to have a big year. He's going to have to put up big numbers because that's – I mean, you take the top off that defense, that helped him tremend- them tremendously. And I was listening to an yeah. interview on Jim Rome today. Uh, Carson Palmer was on there and kind of gave a different side of the story, and I can't say that I disagree with him. And he said that A.B. fits in really well with um, – Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers offense because Ben Roethlisberger, he's, he's an ad-libber. He, he makes moves. He extends the pocket. He creates more time. And then who, um, Antonio is able to scramble around and get open and, and kind of, kind of schoolyardish, if you will. But the mm-hmm. offense at the Patriots is so meticulous. It's all about timing. It's all about precision. It's all about three-step drop, get rid of it, hitting their players where they're supposed to be. And if then they're, if they're not there, then, Tom may not throw it there. So he may not – I could kind of see him not having the, the same sort of success as he as he did there just because there's not going to be as much um, – that's a word I'm looking for here. Not ad-libbing, but it means the same thing. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So he yeah. Said, they said, you know, he in Pittsburgh he might run a, uh, a 10-yard route. He might run the same route, uh, route the next time for 14 yards. He might dig out of it quick. He might round off a route. Like, you, you don't know, but – um, that's not really the style they play in New England. So I thought that was a pretty interesting point. And as a first person, I've really heard say anything like that. Right. Yeah, I just go back to the last time they had a they had an elite receiver though, and Randy Moss. I mean, they really, other than Gronk, they haven't really had elite talents there. I mean, and you saw what Brady did with Randy Moss. So I, I know there's a lot. Yeah. There's 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 a you know there's a lot of mouths to feed there, but especially with the running backs and their role in the passing game and everything. But uh, that Gronk void, I think A.B. can, you know, take a lot of that work. Yeah. Pumpy? I'll be short and sweet. I just I don't think there's enough displayed yet with Hollywood, so I'm going to go with A.B. I think it's okay. part of – part of it's just a, what I want to happen. <laughs> I really right. – Yeah. I, I really like Marquise Brown. I really like watching that – watching him play. And I want it to do well. And just kind of like, I wouldn't say I want Antonio to do bad, but like, how long can you, how long you can, can say, you be a turd and it not come back to get you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Like, I feel like it's exactly. time for to get what's coming to him. And that's, so we'll, yeah, like, we're going to find out. Maybe this would be a classic Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett situation. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good guess. I was only also, like a couple years ago. <laughs> also, who's the, who's the tight end they signed this offseason? What's that dude's name? For the for the Patriots, they signed uh, Watson. Ben Watson. Yeah. Is that it? Ben yeah. Watson. I thought so, he retired. No, dude. He's of course he knows he what he's doing. He wants to get him a ring. So, what could happen? First off, is the first fight for Antonio was I think Ben Watson has eighty four. So AB's gonna want that eighty four. I see Ben Watson so being we, petty and being like, "Sorry, bro. Yeah, sorry, dude. bro. You should have figured out what you wanted earlier in the year." <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So I'm man. wondering if that could be a little sneaky locker room 
little tick first I don't know, though. I kind of like it. Benjamin Watson, I think, I'm pretty sure he was up for the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year award. So he's probably yeah. just going to be a good oh, teammate and be like, you know what, Antonio? Yeah, that's You're the man. You're worthy of it. So I don't know. We'll see. I think of it. Um, yeah. So let's move on to Austin Eckler. Uh, somebody, let's just say me. Picked him, uh, stuck him away in the draft, and kind of did well this weekend. And the Chargers beat the good old Colts over time because Austin Eckler scored a touchdown to win it. And now Melvin Gordon's negotiation power a little bit gone. Is that I correct? think it was think? gone before the season. <laughs> yeah. I just don't when, I mean, I just don't understand what Gordon thought. I mean, with Eckler, it's not like it's someone that you haven't seen before. I mean, Eckler, obviously, when Gordon was out last year, he proves he can be that running back, and I just Mm -hmm. – I I didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, even Justin Jackson, especially uh, early with his touches he got on the ground, I mean, he was effective. I mean, they've got two – two backs, I think, are more than than capable of – you know, helping that – neither of them are Melvin Gordon. But – No. But at the same time, Melvin Gordon's asking for money like he's Saquon Barkley or Zeke or somebody. And it's like, well, I mean, I don't think you're a top five back in the league and you're asking asking for top three money. So, his, yeah, I think his negotiation power even before the season was kind of <laughs> low just because you're asking for so much money. Yeah. Why would you want to, like, ruin that contract? The contract kind of – kindness you have going on if you're uh the los angeles chargers i wanted to say san diego yeah. again it just sounds right it did. yeah it does yeah. doesn't it la even, Don't they play even la uh angels doesn't sound right they're they're anaheim <clears throat> they're always gonna yep. be anaheim true yeah true. uh <laughs> let's see here i was looking to see if the colts uh what what percent do this he had week? a pretty solid week i mean for somebody that two weeks ago thinks he's going to be a backup all season. That's obviously a pretty heavy load yeah. mentally to, to overtake. He was, I'm looking at the stat line right now. He's 21 of 27, 190 yards, two touchdowns. So it doesn't seem like he threw downfield probably a whole lot. It sounds like he had a lot of underneath stuff. I and mean, T.Y.'s stats kind of reflect the same thing, eight for 87. Yeah. So just kind of get the ball to your playmakers, let them make some plays. And Marlon Mack had a monster game. Dude, I don't really like him, but he, I mean, he's he's awesome. But yeah, you think of uh, sorry, Jim. But I was gonna say you think a couple of years ago when Jacoby was was starting, their offensive line is not what it is now. Their defense is not what it is now, and so mm-hmm. he has two more years in the system. He has a way better offensive line uh, and a way better defense. So <clears throat> being able to run the ball for a quarterback, if you if you can't run the ball and like you, you're just in passing downs all the time, and they're just pinning their ears back and coming for it. It just makes it hard if you don't have time. So, I mean, with that offensive line, how much time he's going to have, how effectively they're running the ball, um, I think it's a way better situation than two years ago. And so, I I think you could just argue that his stats are just going to be much improved from his stats a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, I thought that. They were gonna figure something out. When it's, when it's, it's one of those like whenever somebody gets a thirty million dollar deal signed, there's obviously belief in that. I mean, I know he did this whole thing, and they're kind of in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. But there, there was no Josh Dobbs trade like there was this week, 
when Foles went out. There was none of that panic mode. Right. Let's trade. Let's trade for somebody. It was like, okay, we're cool with Jacoby. Like it's one of those that I think that I think he's still good. Um, <clears throat> I've heard a good good thought that he's with this offensive line as good as they were last year. Hope I mean not for Titans' sake, but probably for his sake, you kind of hope it's as good as it was. And you can see that he's above average. You know, he's probably in the 13, 14th kind of guy in the NFL. If he can stay healthy and then stay like get time in, in the behind the line. And yeah, they're obviously Marlon Max kept whatever he had going last year at the end of the year, rolling into this year. So, and even better. So I think that that Colts team, as much as I want to dislike him, as much as I think like, ah, it's just Jacoby Brissett. Um, Man, they're probably going to yeah. be fighting for it after what we saw no, from Texas. Definitely, a bit. I definitely don't think we can sleep on him. I definitely don't think <laughs> we can sleep on him now. No. Uh, let's touch a little bit. You, no. you mentioned Josh Dobbs. There is that. Is that something they strictly brought him in as a, uh, a backup, or do you think they're waiting for the wheels to fall off for old Gardner Sandru? Uh, <laughs> G G G Sandru. Yeah. Like like. <laughs> I I don't know. He had a pretty dang good game if you look at his stat line. But yeah. I really, really would like to see Josh Dobbs get a starting opportunity. I don't I, just such oh, a likable, just crank, such a baby. likable guy. I don't know, or maybe yeah, or, I, I think I know what it is. It's probably a deal with Jacksonville, uh, Pittsburgh, and NASA to get him down there closer mm-hmm. to the Rockets. <laughs> yes, maybe it's a two. It's like a two for one deal. You know, you got to keep it all, keep it all together. I, th- around I think there. I think we're on to it here. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, you just see a little extra cash come his way. Like, oh, I wonder what that yeah. is. NASA. Yep. <laughs> uh, freaking bu- yeah, dude. Buzz Aldrin be his biggest fan. <laughs> oh, huge, huge, huge Buzz Aldrin. Gardner Minshew. Where is that guy even from? Washington dude? State. Oh, that's right. Let's just keep calling yeah. him Sandtru. In, you know, in honor dude, of our old Pokemon days. <laughs> oh, so, so, Dude, Sandshrew's got a hell of a stash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he really nice. does. It's, it's really good. Yeah. It's, it's tough I'm to telling beat. you. I mean, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, he, I mean, he has a, he comes in, he has a great game against the, the Chiefs. Um, I think it's, you know, a little skewed because I think the Chiefs' defense is truly not good yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, nothing about it is, especially in that secondary, is exciting. So, uh, I think I just don't see Gardner Gardner Shantantru here uh, <laughs> repeating his uh, repeating his stat line, you know, against a tougher opponent. But Every, yeah, so so far we're two for two on fantasy football potential names in in our podcast. So maybe yeah. by week five, I'll have me a good lockdown fantasy name in here. Hey. Oh yeah, oh Sandtru. Sandtru's in the lead it's for okay. sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we also talk about another terrible – not a terrible. I'm not going to put Sandra in that category, uh, even though he plays for Jacksonville. But famous Jameis. Dude, it's, got, it's time to go. I don't, I, I don't understand. It's like every year we come <laughs> into the season and their fantasy experts are like, this is it. There's your sleeper pick. He's the QB yep. that you don't even have to draft, but you can get him at the very end. And he's got he's got weapons. He's got Chris Godwin, and he's got uh, OJ Howard, and he's got Mike Evans. And you're like, he adds Bruce Arians as a coach, and it's like all the things are there for him. And then he throws three picks, and it's like, 
I just don't get it with him because he's he's a talented guy. He's got a good arm. He's got an NFL arm. It's just like it. It's just like it doesn't click with him. Yeah. I uh, I know that I was definitely resenting him when I saw Mike Evans stat line this weekend. So I got my I got my <sighs> on a couple of fantasy teams, and it was just I was like, you know what? I finally got the opportunity to have this guy. Could be something special. Then no, he's blown it. Who who else is on their roster down there? Blaine Gabbert. Oh man. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys watched any of the Tennessee games with Blaine Gabbert. It is tough to watch <laughs> yes, right now. It's not good. <clears throat> no. Blaine, the Blaine train is not real. Yes. And, and I mean, it's one of those like you've got Godwin, OJ Howard. I mean, even though we all stayed away from Peyton Barber <laughs> for four, 14 rounds in our fantasy draft. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be the guy that takes it? What? It was you. Yes, right it was me. <laughs> It was me. Of course it was. <clears throat> did you play? Did you play Heck him? No, week? I didn't play him. <laughs> Smart man. All right. I, just thought, I didn't know if you did. No, he just he, bro. He just played Trey Burton. Yeah, big daddy it's, Trey it's Burton. Crazy. Oh, that's right. Dude, outside. I was going at the you outside. You just never know. <laughs> yeah. Dude, let him know you got confidence in him. Yeah. He's uh, not even suited up. I'm catching. Sorry. I thought he's gonna be like, you know, Germ's got me in. I gotta go play for him. I gotta go play yeah. for Germ. <laughs> Who's playing me this week in fantasy? Jay Hood, baby. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. I mean I but Chris Godwin, he played all right this week. Uh but dude, that I just it's one of those. I just thought in San Fran, kinda up and down game for uh what's our boy out there? I'm just Jimmy G. Mind right now. Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Oh, the old porn the old porn star dater. Yeah. Um yeah, I thought that uh I kinda thought that was gonna be a wash because I was really hoping that famous James would take over and finally have his season because I'm like you cheese. I think I heard so many people be like, you know what? The NFC South, not very good. This is, right. this is the bucks. This is the bucks year. And you're like, no, it's not. Like what, what yeah, think, sort uh, of things are, are him and Nathan Peterman doing to continue to get opportunity after opportunity? I don't know. Well, at least like, at least Jameis will like sprinkle in some things. You're like, yeah. But Nathan Peterman, you're like, Ew. like I just never, ever, ever want to. Uh, he peaked when they beat Clemson in college when he played for Pittsburgh. That was like that was, <laughs> yeah, his was peak. Yeah. He was on the yeah. I was he wasn't going any higher. Not so, enough crab yeah. legs. Yeah, that's what it is. Dude, is, is, is the crab game in Tampa just not? I don't good? think it is. Yeah. I I don't that think sucks. I think golf side the yeah. cra- the crab's not as good over there. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Probably like a little salty, you know. Got a little bit of probably a little residue from Panama City swims yeah, down. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Taints it. Taints lo- it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Especially like, he's just... growing up a little bit. He's not in college anymore. It's just not what he's looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, we'll get back to some good games. Uh, you want to talk about your Texans on Monday night, dude? Uh, you know, I almost don't <laughs> even feel like we lost. It's really weird. Like. Probably one of the best yeah. I've ever felt coming out of a loss because if you tuned in last week, you'll know I did not pick them, which, yeah, whatever. Um, but I didn't pick them. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think they were going to win just because I, I think the Saints are really good. I mean, obviously they are really good. But I was super encouraged to see what I, what I saw. I think Carlos, Carlos Hyde came out, looked a little bit better than, than I thought he was going to. Um, Duke Johnson was very Duke yeah. Johnson lead, kind of did what you know he's going to do. Uh, 
DeAndre Hopkins uncharacteristically dropped several passes. Mm-hmm. They were tough plays, but normally he catches those. But then we kind of got everything clicking. Deshaun looked really good, just like so much more comfortable in the pocket than he used to, even though he was running for his life at times. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely see some areas to grow there, and if we do, I think we're going to be really scary in that AFC South division. Um, but yeah. man, when we came came in late, we scored that. We scored scored there late, and I'm like, we got a chance here. And then they came back. The Saints came back and scored, and I was like, big, we're screwed. We only had what I think 47 or like 57 seconds yeah. left. Yeah, 57 and then Deshaun seconds. Deshaun just puts on his oh, puts on his cape and. Two passes later, we're in the end zone. I'm like, holy crap, we're going to win this thing. Yeah. Miss extra point. I was like, what? But then it got flagged. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we got another chance. We're ahead. And then I look at the clock and I see 37 seconds, one time out, Drew Brees. And I'm just like, I started getting a weird pity feeling in my gut. And I was like, dang it. We're going to find some way yeah. to do this thing. And yeah. So they drive down. And then I notice we're running, we're running a cover four. They need what, 12 yards, and we're running cover four mm-hmm. deep, and we got our defenders <laughs> yep. 15 yards off the ball. And I'm like, what is this? What are we doing? Then they hit the pass, call timeout, and I was like, 58 yards. No way. We got this. And the dude nails it. So, I mean, what, what can you say? I the mean, it's, dude, it's, it's a super close us, man. game. It was a super gutty dugout win from the Saints, so you got to commend them there. But I thought we came out. We looked really good. You guys had the – I mean, Houston had the guys in black and white on their side as well, and, and the Saints still pulled it out. That's true. Did you notice the fans? Did you notice the fans wearing the referee jerseys? Yeah, I thought that was Savage. pretty funny. But yeah, uh, it was it was a tough loss week one. It would have been really nice to come out with a win, but I think we're going to be just fine. I, th- I thought our our team looked really good considering how many new guys we've got. Yeah, that was by far the best game. I thought like everybody looked good. Everybody looked like it was. It wasn't you know, sloppy, yeah. It, there was no sloppy play. There was no beat down. Like, Sunday night, I, I even turned it off. I was like, dude, the Patriots are just wearing Pittsburgh out. And it wasn't even close. And I was like, this is just not even – this is not even fun to watch. The duds – the dud on Thursday whoa, night. Whoa, whoa, ten, whoa, whoa. 10-3. First you know, of all. <laughs> big. We came out and showed that we have an improved defense. We played against, you know, probably the best defense in the league. So, I mean. Defense is boring, though. Nobody cares. I know. God. I hate defense. I'm an Oklahoma fan. I know. But, you're not prepared uh, for that kind of season. I wasn't prepared. Yeah. yeah. But, I, I, like, I think we should pump the brakes on Aaron Rodgers and the offense. Like, that, that defense is is real. Like, the defensive line is is yeah. full of studs. They're def- the defensive backs, studs, linebackers. I mean, it's the whole defense. It's a great defense. Yeah. So, I mean. I think the really the worrisome thing, if you watch the Thursday night game, should be if you're a Bears fan and what Mitchell Trubisky did. I know yeah. I know the Packers have an improved defense, got some some young guys back there in the secondary that are going to be really good, but he didn't look. He missed. I mean, there was one play in particular. He rolls left, corner corner comes up to get him. You know, the safety's sitting 15 yards back. Allen Robinson's sitting on the sideline about seven or eight yards, throwing his hands up to the side he's rolling to, and he just got to make a little dump-off pass over top of the defensive back, and it's a first down, and he just runs out of bounds for, like, a two-yard loss. It's like, yeah, like, how do you miss – like, it's, it's right there, like, there. Yeah. I, he didn't look great. He had a he looked bad, rough dude. game. I couldn't um, imagine watching a quarterback week in and week out that can't hit open receivers. 
Yeah, that's that crazy. Must be. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy talk. The the college segment's coming up later. We'll talk more about that. Yeah, we'll, Jeremy and I will go on our rant of being a Neyland State. Uh, but dude, like Mitch, Mitch was sailing people, and he I think they had probably three or four picks. I think three were drops. Oh yeah, or, sh- or should have been picks. Yeah, at least close plays. Yeah, yeah, and so it's just it's brutal. And I thought. Man, Mitch made strides last year during the middle of the year, and then he had that second half in the playoff game, and you're like, okay, there's something there. Got a new offensive coordinator. Let's do this. And he just got worse. It's sailing stuff. I mean, maybe we'll look back in eight games, and the Packers will have exactly be, be one of the, a top-five defense, and we'll be like, okay, well, I mean, maybe it wasn't that bad on Mitch, but maybe we'll look and – Next week, and the Packers play the Vikings, and Kirk Cousins will throw for 400 yards, and we'll be like, "What's wrong with Mitch Trubisky?" So, yeah, yeah we'll see. I guess. Yeah, and the only thing, the only worry that I have for the Packers personally is seeing what I saw, and offensively, is that Matt Lafleur offense looked the exact same way in Tennessee. Like, there's just stuff like stupid wrinkles that he puts in there that make no sense, especially when you have Aaron Rodgers. I was like, man, I, I get, I know, the, I know how good the Bears' defense is. I get it, mm-hmm. but also, but also, like I saw all last season as a Titans fan, watching the same offense, we're all like, oh, yeah, it's not just anybody. That that offense is rough. It takes time to get, and I hope the best for Aaron. But it, it, that's a crappy offense, and Matt Lafleur is, I don't know. I guess uh, some some they see a lot of him and. I guess the the hand of the LA Rams passing down it just kind of works. Mm-hmm. You, you get head coaching jobs, but what's the outlook on Aaron Jones? What can we expect from him? I kind of think he sucks. Well, Pumpy, Pumpy, you've got him <laughs> about every league. What, what do you think? I love him, man. But I mean, it's Chicago's defense, just like we talked about. It's, and I think he's a solid RB two, maybe a good flex play, but. Uh... He does have a tough schedule. It's not only Chicago. I think he's got – I don't know who he has. Who's he got this week? Well, you think you, they get the Vikings this week. I mean, you think they yeah. play the Bears twice yeah. and the Vikings twice. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, it's going to be tough. I even. mean, well, but you look at what Aaron Jones did at the end of the year last year, and it's very encouraging. It's a, it's a good <laughs> offensive line in Green Bay. Uh, just I don't rush to judgment on Aaron Jones's fantasy outlook. Okay. I'm sorry. That's, that's, okay. that's where I'm okay. at. I'm at. Okay. Give him – Give him three or four games, and if he's had four duds, okay. So you're but a little think, underwhelmed at this point, but do you think well, there's some upside? I w- I'd be underwhelmed if we played a bottom ten defense in the first yeah, game. Fair. But you come out That's and you fair. play the Bears. That defensive line, it's not just, I mean, having Khalil Mack coming off the edge, you know, linebacker. I mean, that defensive line, Akeem Hicks in the middle of it, he's one of the best defensive tackles in the league. I mean, uh, it, it's a tough – I, not many people, not many running backs are going to run for just run wild on the Bears this year. So, yeah. But uh, so I'm going to throw this out there. Speaking of running wild, the old Tennessee Titans. Let's go. <laughs> I, uh, Chase, I, I may. I don't owe you as in a as big of an no, apology as, was... as Nick does. You know, Nick's actually a little lucky because he yeah. he he had it flip flopped in his head, and that's actually the Nick Jones power. He Every time he kind of like proclaims some, a lot of times the exact opposite happens. So, <laughs> so really, you should be thanking Nick. But yeah, you know, that game, and it really—I know it was forty-three thirteen. I know the score was awful. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. 
when it was a close game, Cleveland just kept, just kept shooting themselves in the foot. They started at first and 20 or first and 25. You know how hard it is to pick up first downs when you're starting 10, 15 yards back? You know, it's just literally they had five personal foul penalties in the first half. Like, what? (laughs) Like, their left tackle, they're already already slim at line. Their left tackle's kicking a guy in the head. They're establishing their dominance, man. They're killers. They're killers. Like, what are you doing? Here's that clean that throw. Yeah. And then the backup left tackle gets hurt, and it's like, Oh, what? They literally, the guy they put in had just been traded from Green Bay a week before. He came in at right tackle and moved right tackle to left tackle. But it's like, I think it's, and then down the stretch, Baker just starts trying to force stuff. And I think everybody's going to be really down on the the Browns now. They're kind of going to be like, oh, well, the Browns aren't the hype machine, you know, that we thought they were, blah, blah, blah. But I, did you, it's not like the Titans were not a playoff team last year with a great defense. So. Did you hear the Lady Walker's postgame interview? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He yeah. Said, paid a little homage. He, yeah, he said, we, the, the Browns are who we thought they were. Crown them. Crown them. Yeah, he said, go ahead and crown them. But, dude, I, so I'll, I'll tell you one thing. The, the thing that I was most impressed with was uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an attitude that they had was like, hey, <clears throat> Odell Beckham, if we kind of press up on him and try to, like, you know, see who's got the old bigger stick, then we're going to lose. So they played off of him. You just – what they did so well was not allowing that yak. Yeah. They kept him – they kept – they shadowed him, let him make that first catch. He's going to do his thing. And there was no humongous run after catch. That was the biggest thing for me was we – yeah, he got seven catches on 75 yards, 76 yards, whatever it was. And we just kept him in front, made the tackle, group tackle that guy because he's a freaking animal. Um, Jarvis Landry got loose one time, but I was like, man, other than that, we did a really good job of shadowing him. And Cameron Wake and his 39-year-old self, all jacked, comes around the corner and just did work dude. in that game. Oh, yeah. That's the, I've got three things that I was really impressed with. Number one, Cam Wake. Dude is a freak of nature. Uh, yeah, that that age number we always worry about the age number, but the dude seems to have defied aging. I mean, he looked awesome. They were concerned; they had question marks about their rush defense or their pass rush. Um, wasn't so great last year, but came yeah. out. They answered those questions. It looked awesome. Uh, yeah. I was very impressed with Derrick Henry, not Eddie Henry, Derrick Henry. <laughs> not Eddie. I was impressed with him, like the the. Long touchdown pass was good and everything. But what I was most impressed with was he was falling forward most of the day. You didn't see that yeah. a lot early last season. You're like, how is this behemoth of a man? Why is he falling backwards? He's getting tackled by defensive backs, and he's not falling forward. But, no, he ran hard. He was finishing the runs off. He was falling forward all night. So mm. I was pretty – I was pretty – I'm not going to say I'm happy. I'm not a Titans fan, but I was um, – those were things I was impressed with, if you will. Yeah, for sure. And it was kind of a little bit simpler offenses. I lead back to the floor last year. It just seemed like that nothing worked. Um, but with this one, they, Arthur Smith set everything up so well that that screen pass was perfectly timed. Swing back to Henry, and you give that dude the straight line speed. It's hard to catch that. Did you see they reviewed that play? Like, what the heck are they? Yeah, they were, <laughs> they were reviewing the – if he would have, if that offensive lineman would have been one yard, a one yard uh, uh, past the uh, line of line scrimmage, of it would have been offensive pass interference, and he was yeah. right on it. So it was, 
That's what they were checking for. Oh, okay. I didn't know you could go back uh, and look at that. Well, they, yeah. they've changed that this year where you can re- review uh, PI calls. So Why don't we just yeah, get freaking robots piss fire? Yeah. And honestly, man, like uh, it kind of sucks for Cleveland because we all knew their big gaping hole was offensive line. Uh, it was your biggest worry kind of coming in. Um, and it kind of showed with injury and then a ninja kick to the throat. <laughs> So <laughs> it was so it was so weird though because they literally come out first possession of the game and look like they're gonna score. Oh my anytime. gosh. It was just literally like Baker was like, Yeah, I'm gonna do this and this and this and this and this and touchdown. And then it was like Yep. No, it, it's like Tennessee made some adjustments and Freddie Kitchens is over there just like Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, Freddie struggled. Yeah, he was looking bro. for like that suggested play on Madden or something. He's like, I don't want to yeah. I, I don't wanna say too much. I don't want to make Somebody, my guys mad. Yeah, somebody else called this game. I don't know, but it, you know, yeah, like it's, when, it's weird. When when the kick happened, you know, when you're when your kid and your siblings are picking on you and you're laying on the ground and you're like, mm, no. <laughs> like I feel like he made that noise. <laughs> he made that noise when he kicked the guy. Yeah, dude. he was sick, dude. You, you just got trucked by Vaccaro. That's what you get, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Last thing I was impressed with, I, t- I forgot what it was, but yeah, I remember you, it was. Give me two out of three. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I just remembered that. I did say three. Uh, was how well Delaney Walker was moving. I mean, yeah, dude. Yeah, especially for a 55-year-old. Dislocated ankle at 55 is tough. <laughs> and he came back, guy, and he, he's moving just as good as he was before. And uh, I, I, the fantasy outlook on him this year was not very good. I'm like, why? This guy's a, kind of a stud. And I think he answered a lot of questions this week. Yeah, and he's been Marcus's number one target for yeah. years. It's not like I don't, I don't get why that was always a – well, we better watch out. Delaney's probably going to be pretty bad. It's like, come on, dude. Like, there's a reason these it's guys proven. work together for four years. Yeah, if you yeah. if you look at his three seasons before last year when he got hurt, he was tied in four, tied in five, tied in six. I mean, he had a little bit. You saw some regression there. But, I mean, yeah. even if he came in at tied in seven this year, top tight, top ten tied in in fantasy is what you're looking for. Yeah, and also, so. speaking of uh, fantasy, I know Corey Davis was supposed to be our dude, really he, our, huge our guy. Huge game from him. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Huge game with the zero catches on three targets. Yep. But that's the best part is the fact that our two, what were supposed to be our two number one guys, as far as catches, were supposed to be Humphreys and Davis. Humphreys had one catch for five yards, um, and we still came out. I say Davis probably saw a lot of Denzel Ward, and Denzel Ward yeah. is, a, is a stud. So, I mean, it's some things you got to look at. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. And it was and it was just a matchups thing, and we right. just we, we found out what worked. And mm-hmm. also for Davis, is he was the one that made that last block on the Derrick Henry touchdown yep. run, all the way down screen press. Yeah, that's so like you have zero catches so far, and you're selling out. So that's kind yep. of stuff you love to see. So I'm I'm very excited, and it's just one of those like even even though the Texans lost, you saw like crap. This these these dudes could be explosive. Um, Colts Colts look good throughout the game because everybody thinks the Chargers are. Definitely a contender. Mm-hmm. So take taking them to OT. So the South. I, I don't know where all the the Jacksonville hype came from. With it's, even with it's, Foles, it's Jacksonville, dude. Like, uh, yeah. Don't get hyped on them until they do something. They were in the Super or they're playing to go to the Super Bowl two years ago, and I still thought they sucked. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, that they did. Quarterback. Yeah. I'm like, how are Blakey. I'm watching this game. I'm like, how are they here? And how are they almost about to go to the Super Bowl? Dude, they yeah. torched. Pittsburgh the week prior in that, oh, that year. Yeah. They didn't like like my dad's a huge Steelers fan and I remember how angry he was because well they're getting torched by a trash can and you never want to <laughs> get torched by a trash can. Yeah. No. Crappy place. Yeah, Jacksonville sucks. 
This is a crappy place. Weird people. <laughs> bunch of goobs. You got some. Yeah. You, got some uh, you went to a bachelor party down there, didn't you, Chase? Uh, no, I went to. Uh, uh, where did I go? I went to Fort Lauderdale, and I've been to Tampa. Tampa, that's what it was. Bro, if Tampa. he went to a bachelor party in Jacksonville, he would have great memories of that. Place. I thought I, I, I thought I remember about. going to a Jaguars game or something. Oh. No, no, I went to the Bucks preseason game. Mm, that's so much better. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, basically the same thing. God, dude, uh, St. Pete, what a place. Yeah, it's strange, strange, strange times over there. Can't. I don't want to repeat on here. We'll have story time one day. Yeah, yeah we will. <laughs> we'll tell Kelly Jones not to listen yeah. to the episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> tune in. Uh, y'all, y'all want to move into some pick Yeah, pick-ums? let's move into some pick I'm feeling good. Well, we'll start out with the old Tampa Wonders. We got Tampa at Carolina. Carolina six and a half point favorite. Who I'm going. Let me go. Let me tell you what. I'm going to pick for one reason. Well, for, there's a lot of reasons, but I'm going to say one reason. Did anybody see the stupid commercial with the guy talking about Tampa's coming to your little town of Charlotte? Yep. Yeah. Screw that guy. Carolina's going to win. <laughs> Screw that guy. Carolina wins. <laughs> Uh, and covers, right? Correct. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Covers the six and a half. Pumpy, you go ahead. You know, Big Pumpy's actually going to be there at the game. Oh, yeah. Big Pumpy gets sideline passes before the game. So I get to go down what? and do some curls with McCaffrey, the best running back uh-huh. in the game. Uh, I get to pick out Cam's post-game hat. So I'm pretty <laughs> pumped. Uh, I'm going Carolina all the way. Uh, they easily cover. I think it's going to be a two-touchdown game. Yep, I agree. Uh, cheesy. Yeah. Um, yeah, give me the Panthers minus six and a half. Um, they played a tough Rams team last week. Uh, look, and I mean, they had chances, so, and the Bucks are just bleh. So, yeah. Nice. Stink on ice. All right, I, yeah. got, I, got, I got Nick's pick here. Let me, let me look it up. Oh, for yeah. Papa Nick. Yeah. Nick yeah. Jones, who is just recently obtained his old man grip strength, his his dad grip strength. <laughs> he showed it to me tonight. He shook my hand, but broke my hand off. <laughs> he agrees with us all, and he's going with Carolina. Carolina, yeah, Chase, yeah, watch it, dude. I want. I think Carolina's going to come out. I need some fantasy points from Cam and DJ, so uh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking Carolina comes out, puts the spanking on the whole famous Jameis, and gets him out of there. He might he might throw five picks this week, and they they say, you know what, it's the Blaine train. Here it comes. So, yeah. Uh, who else we got? What's our next one? Minnesota Minnes- Green Bay. Ooh. At Green Bay. I'm going well, with that one. Uh, they played a tie game last week. Didn't get the offense running too well like they did. I'm thinking they're going to fire it up a little this week. They're going to have a little more success. Throwing the ball and running the ball. Green Bay, negative three. They're taking it. You're a, you're a smart man, Jerm. Real smart man. Yeah. Coming back to Lambeau, Aaron Rodgers, going to put on a show for the fans. Yeah. Green Bay. Minnesota with their weapons, but I think this is going to be another defensive battle. Um, I think Green Bay's atmosphere they got going on right now, it looks all positive. I'm going to have to stick with the momentum. I'm going Green Bay. Well, I'll shut that down. Say uh, Vikings, I don't know if you guys saw what they did to the old Falcons last week think they bring the pressure. Uh, once again, I don't love the floor and that offense. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to 
this week and it's going to get frustrating and he's going to drop the old cram it up your cram hole floor <laughs> line. <laughs> and that's actually going to happen on the sideline. Oh, well. And, and Nick, Nick's Nick going uh, – he's going with you, Chase. He's actually going Minnesota. I, I can kind of see it. I was kind of down on Kirk Cousins last week because he did not have a great – he didn't have a great week. But it's because they ran the ball so well. Yeah, they so didn't, they didn't have the ball. Maybe yeah, Nick – He only threw it ten times. So. Yeah, he's going Minnesota. Yeah, Dalvin, baby. Uh, next. Tennessee Indy. Tennessee, big game last week. Underdogs were expected by everybody except for Chase to go up there and get get their scrotums ripped off, and they did not. They handled their business, and they're going to do it again this week. Jacoby Brissett, he's going to be running for his life. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett will yep. be running for his life. Good pass rush. Tennessee, negative three, takes it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree. Um, I think Cameron Wake's going to get some bicep curls in before the game. Uh, Jacoby Brisket is going to be a little terrified. Yeah, Tennessee, I think, wins big. Oh, let's say 21 big, points. Big. Yeah. That's real big. Mm. Big. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, Tennessee got a lot of momentum rolling. Great pass rush last week. But Jacoby Brissett in Indianapolis <laughs> with the best <laughs> offensive lineman in football, Quentin Nelson, win on the Titans' home field. Like went it. outright. <laughs> Good. I'm all for T.Y. this year, but I think Tennessee's defense is real this year. I'm going with Tennessee. Nick Jones going with Tennessee as well. Yeah, that's right. That Nick? That's I, right. I everybody, but everybody but Chris is is flipping from last week and going will, with Tennessee. Well, yeah. I will accept yeah. a formal apology from the four of you next week. <laughs> oh, I will not okay. remember. Win, lose, or draw. Uh, next game we got Arizona. Ooh. Kyler Murray and the boys headed to Baltimore to see Lamar Jackson. Baltimore, 13 and a half. Dude, a lot of hype on them right now. They freaking lit it up. They got Kyler's teammate from last year who he made look so good. But Mm -hmm. I think the hype's too much. They're not going to get it done. 13 and a half points is a lot. I think Baltimore's going to win the game, but I don't think they can beat them by 13 and a half. So I'm going to have to roll with Arizona on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same same boat. Uh, Arizona defense actually pretty decent. Uh, they were playing the, the JV squad of the NFL last week. Uh, I, I just don't think 13 – I think Baltimore wins, like you said, but I don't think they cover 13 out. Yeah, you look at the way Kyler Murray started the game against Detroit, and it was awful. He's like 9-25 at one point. But he, he got it going, and we haven't seen the best of Kyler Murray yet. And uh, I think they're just going to continue to get better and better. Yeah, give me uh, yeah. Arizona and the points. Shoot. Pumpy's pick, of course, I'm going with Baltimore covering here. I think uh oh. going to show who the best Heisman on the field is. Ooh. Um, mm. I'm taking Some Baltimore. Salty. Dang. Nick Jones, Daddy Nick, going with Arizona. Mm, I'm thinking he's going to get it. Last one. Probably game of the week, right? Uh, that's that fair. Round. That's yeah. fair. It's going to be a big yeah. one. Wait, um, uh, who are the Bills playing? They're probably game of the week. Right? Oh, come on now. Come on. <laughs> that's, a, that's a shout out for my, my boy, uh, Ryan Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Buffalo, yeah. bro. Um, you got two good teams here. Rams are at home. Saints just came off an emotional win. I kind of think they got woke up a little bit. I think they're going to get their crap together, and I think they're going to win outright in L.A. I'm going with the Saints. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, 
Drew Brees away from home is not as good as Drew Brees in the dome. Um, the Rams offense, I didn't even think it really, especially golf. I didn't even feel like it was really clicking last week against Carolina and they had 30. I mean, get to play at home. I Give me the Rams. Um, I'll go I'm going Saints. Saints there. Uh, I think that pass rush last week or on Monday night, I should say, uh, was a little too much to handle for for te- for the Houston. I think it's going to kind of carry over. I think that's just a hot defense, and I think it kind of takes care of business. Alvin Kamara, another big game. Give me them Saints. I'm going Saints. Rams splitting time. Uh, Todd Gurley. I don't know why. Um, Jared Goff looked terrible. Saints got <laughs> Drew Brees. I'm I'm going Saints. Saints at the Rams. Nick Jones. Nick yeah. Jones agrees. He's going Saints with us. Okay. It's two apologies I'll accept. Oh wow. <laughs> two big apologies. <laughs> two apologies I'll accept in the group. Just offered on up yeah. there, cheesy. Good. Yeah. Well, boys, that wraps up for uh, NFL. Moving on to some NCAA. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa. Pumpy's, hey, whoa, hey, Pumpy's whoa. out. Pumpy's out. I'm Pumpy, dropping the Pumpy mic. Don't do, Pumpy don't well, do college. Pumpy's out. Pumpy's out. Pumpy's out. Pumpy's out. Yeah. Drop the mic. We'll see you, <laughs> we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week, Pump. Peace, Pump. Well, uh, Pumpy's going now, boys, down to three of us. Uh, let's talk a little college foosball. Um, you want to start out with the two big quarterback duel, Joe Burrow and Cheesy's favorite player, Sam Ellinger. Mm, Best quarterback so in college football. Oh, so good. I mean, so good. Right, Cheese? Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad Germ's uh, being sarcastic with that <laughs> because if he really thought that, uh, there's no way we would be friends and there's no way anybody would ever think he's an incredible source of information. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, on the uh, on the outline, Chris wrote Sam Ellinger is a insert cuss word. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was not me. It was there when I clicked on the Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, you, you would never, never. do that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but I mean, kind of wound up being the game of the week uh, as advertised. Right. A lot of a lot of points. That uh, Joseph Burrow fella. He's doing just fine for himself. I think LSU's kind of found their their way. And Joe Brady, new passing coordinator slash quarterback coach. Weird titles Mm -hmm. in football, I guess. Uh, I don't know if he's just basically the offensive coordinator in waiting or how that's going to work. It's basically um, like you know a lot about throwing the ball. Come help us. We'll we'll fabricate a name for you. Yeah, he was – what was he at the Saints? Was he just a quarterback's coach or something like that? Do you know? I'm not sure. I'd have to yeah. look it up. But, yeah, I mean, it's surprising that, you know, Joe Burrow had such a good game against, you know, DBU over there in, <laughs> in Texas, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. they, were hy- they were hyping it up when, last week, you know, when they were they were playing, you know. And yeah, they, they really – their defensive backs look really good. They only gave up 471 yards in the air <laughs> and four TDs. Uh, DBU. Bright, yeah, bright spot for them. They did have an interception, so – I, I mean, they can hang their hat on that, but got 45 dropped on them by an offense that has been, um, especially around the last 10 years, has not been good whatsoever. I think that's more passing yards than they had a couple seasons ago. Um, yeah. So, 
yeah, DBU really showing out in in, uh, in Texas. Did, oh, Austin, Joe baby. Burrow's QB rating was almost as much as his body weight. That is incredible. <laughs> oh my goodness! Two hundred and nine point seven QB rating. That's unbelievable. And I think he threw for more yards than each of the last three years worth of LSU quarterbacks combined. Yes, yeah, I, has to be. A but fact. I'll say this: Let me just talk for a second about Ed Orgeron. Whoever would have thought that he'd have had a quarterback? That would throw for 471 <laughs> yards. I mean, I'm impressed with that. He's a, very, a defensive-minded yeah. guy. He doesn't – I'm not, not trying to sound rude, but he just doesn't strike me as a very smart dude. But he can <laughs> – Why would you uh, ever say that? that? He, he apparently <laughs> knows how to hire guys that know what they're doing and just let them go with it. I mean, just look at that right there. Uh, I think if, if Jeremy Pruitt was going to follow a mold of any – Defensive-minded coach, he might need to give old Ed O a call and be like, "Bro, what are you doing? It's worth." Yeah, but if he if he called him and talked to him on their phone, there's no way he'd understand what he was actually saying. That's true. So, no, that's clue. probably would be a very good phone conversation for him to have. Can you can you send me a very well written email? <laughs> yeah, can you get get your assistant to type it up? Whoever's translating <laughs> for you, get it, type it up and send it to me an email, and I'll read it. But. Ed Orgeron's the only coach in college football you need a translator. But yeah, if you told me if you told me before the season started that there would be one game, let alone the first game, that LSU would have three receivers over 100 yards in the same game, I would say, come on, not a chance. But yeah, boys, they did it, and I'm at least we don't have to play them this year. Thank the Lord. Um, With all that being said, I know it's two games. But is Joe Burrows and Joe Brady, are them boys enough to win the West in the SEC? No. Still don't think so. No, because what they're going to do is what they do every year. I'm, a, I'm really big on, you know, like, like trends. And I know you can – you have outliers and stuff. But stuff that happens the majority of the time, you know, that's what I'm going to rely on. And, like, have they, have they scored an offensive touchdown on, on Bama and – Three years. In three years? Yeah, is that what three, it has been three years? Yeah, so, yeah, like, like I get it. Texas lost, Texas lost nine starters from that defense last year. That, that defense that looked really, really good in the uh, Sugar Bowl um, mm-hmm. when, they, when they beat Georgia. And, you know, when Sam Ellinger said, you know, we're back. And what he didn't finish his sentence, he said, you know, we're back to winning ten games in a season for the first time in a, in a while. But, yeah. Um, Salty. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, it's – Sam Ellinger, but um, yeah, I, I'm not on the LSU hype train. I'm not on the no. Joe Burrow hype train. They're still going to have to beat Alabama. I don't care where it's played. I don't care if it's you know LSU's at home or they're going on the road. I, I'm still taking Bama. In the I, you know, I yeah. I got to go Bama as well. But I do think this is a little different LSU team than they're used to seeing for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with I that. I definitely think they'll be scoring some points on them. But the thing is, it doesn't matter what game you want to play with Alabama. They can play that game and play it better than you. Yeah. That's, yeah, a, scary part. that's a scary it. part. It's like – Yeah, if you looked at – Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jim. It's like they haven't – do they even have game plans? It's like, just to see what they're going to give us, and we'll just take it. We'll just take it all. So, I don't I don't know. It's like it's – they can throw it. They can run it. they got a freaking good defense. That, it's just it's it's frustrating and annoying because as a Tennessee fan we can't do anything right right now, but 
I don't know. I, I think it'll be a little more respectable, but Alabama definitely going to win the West. I think. Man, and I and I hate to keep making that stupid same comparison, the whole Saban Belichick thing, but like, man, like both teams do the exact same thing. They just mold to the way they can beat that particular team each week, and it sucks, man. Like it sucks that they're just so good that they can almost change their like you said, Jeremy, there's no true game plan, but they can change their their way. They don't have one way where they just keep going same ground and pound, like we're gonna keep sticking to this, you know, because there's always those like head overly headstrong coaches that are just like, it's the way we play. It's like, well, mm-hmm. uh, you could you could keep losing that way. And I think Ed kind of changed their way this this year and was like, hey, we're gonna get this quarterback coach whisperer kind of guy that, that everybody has to have. Um, that maybe we can change it up. And I think it's like you said, I think it's going to be a different game this year, but until they beat them. Is somebody outside? It sounds like somebody's outside. No. All right. Maybe somebody's breathing. It might be me. I don't know. Try to cut that out. Are you are you heavily breathing? I don't know. I'm are you be, mouth breathing over there, bro? I'm, I'm a little so, better shape. I'm a little, <laughs> a little better shape than I was last week for sure. Folks, <laughs> yo. Dude, uh, spe- hey, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that real quick. Weight loss challenge, Jeremy. We're yeah, we're it. doing it, Chris. We put you in it too. I don't know if you want to be oh, in it, really? but you're doing it. <laughs> Y'all should have told me last um, week before I ate Taco Bell. <laughs> well, I had Stevens Pizza tonight. Hashtag yeah, great yeah. pizza. If you're ever in the Tri Cities yeah. area, Gray specifically, yeah. get you some Stevens Free. Pizza. It's phenomenal. Stevens. There you go. There's a plug for Stevens. Stevens, I expect some, some love. But, anyways, <laughs> so um, I did have that tonight, so that's beside the point. But, uh, I work, I work in, in wellness, and we like to, to do challenges from time to time. And I like to compete with these people because it, it helps motivate. So I said, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I said, let's get my boys to do it. So Chase is in on it. He sent me a weigh-in last week. I weighed last week and, and did pretty okay, but that's just mainly because I was quite hefty to begin with. But I say, <laughs> yeah. I think, you know what? If we come out here, we say it publicly that this is something we're going to do. We can't embarrass ourselves yeah. to our – our newly acclaimed fans here, you know. So we are going to do starting next week. We're going to offer them a weigh in. We're going to tell them what our what our we don't have to tell them what our weights are. We're just going to talk about how much weight we've lost, and we're going to let them know how we're doing. So I'm a little self conscious right now. Unless we want to yeah. be embarrassed, boys, we better get our we better get our stuff together. Yeah, I'm going to post a progress picture and like. I figured out Photoshop, so I can just put some abs yep. on there. Yeah, I'm going I'm <laughs> to shave some abs into my into my belly hair. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make it real, real, real nice. Six, six weeks transformation, you know. So cheesy. We're in on it. We're doing. Well, it. We're barely. Yeah. Well, Jesus now. In. Yeah. Yep. All right. Welcome. Yeah. Um, See where this goes. I'm gonna just be a total douche here. And speaking of weight loss and Jan Cheney's offense, you want to talk about this? Uh, let's be brief with it. You know, there's. Yeah, I'm I tired. Know. I got a lot, a of, lot things of the to things say. that I said from last week. <laughs> Can, can kind of carry over, except for I have a new gripe. I w- I'm not going to say I've been on the JG hype train by any means, but I have been very patient with Jarrett Garan- Garantiano. Yeah. And <laughs> last week, you know, after last week or th- this week, I'm out, dude. I-, I cannot tell you how many yeah. times. I don't know if it was being in the game, being in the stadium and actually seeing – uh, routes develop and you can kind of see all the receivers at once chase how many times did he make a boneheaded throw into double and triple coverage when he had another guy on the same side of the field a lot of the times wide 
open literally seven to ten times. It, like, I mean, it's, it's, and it's there's incredible. Pictures, there's pictures I've, I've seen on um, on Twitter and Facebook of people people taking pictures of guys that are in the same frame on the TV, like got their arms up, running behind where he threw it, like streaking wide open down the field. Like he just, it's almost like he has tunnel vision. He cannot see the field. And I think he's at his ceiling. Um, I'm not saying that we have an opportunity to win more right now with one of these other guys, but we can lose just as good with anybody. So, you know, I I, I hate to say it, but I think it's time to move on from him. I really do. I mean, it, it, it was pitiful. We were in the stadium. Yeah. Unfortunately, got had to go watch it. Yep. I will say this though about our fans. They showed out. They Yeah, shout out to yeah, the fans. So dude. that was good. They were ninety what, ninety three, ninety two, ninety three thousand people there. Tons yeah. of BYU fans there. I went into an ice cream shop. Yeah. I'm on the challenge, the, the weight loss challenge. We went, <laughs> we went to an ice cream shop and I literally felt like I was in the middle of Utah because it was filled with BYU fans. So apparently Mormons like ice cream. So, yeah. So, we, uh, and, and Chipotle, because that's where I went before the game. So, so there, that was good. I was glad to see that. They were, they were into the game. They were cheering them on. We did so, show signs of improvement, especially on defense. We came out. Yeah. We, we played aggressive. We kind of were a little more assertive. We still had people – that I don't understand, like just out of position before the play starts. I don't understand how or why that continues to happen because that's something that you can practice in t-shirts and shorts. Being in yeah. position is something you like it's, I'm not gonna say it's the easiest part of the game, but like that's so crucial in your success. Like get it right. Like, why can we not get there out? I don't understand. So, but those are the things that I saw that I, I liked per se, but it, it, it definitely sold me totally against Garantiano. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I mean, it's, it's pitiful. It's, it's over and over and over again. We see the same thing on the missed throws or he has to have like that Madden syndrome where you're like, I'm going to press Y no matter what. <laughs> Or I'm sending. Or this. you're going across the middle. And you're like freaking wise, right open, and you accidentally hit <laughs> yeah. me. Oh, we've it, all been there too. And that's the that's probably one yeah. of the worst ones. You're like, Dad, get out of here! But just yeah. think about that, that touchdown it, he threw. The first touchdown he threw to um, BYU that we somehow ended up with. Juwan Jennings yeah. somehow came up with that ball. The whole everybody in the stadium's like, who has the ball? And then. Jennings holds it up and we're like oh okay whatever and then they showed the replay and like no one was excited anymore they're like what what the heck what did we just watch like it was pitiful throwing that ball just look look at the draw like in both touchdowns uh even the one in the over in overtime like if that's not thrown if that's thrown to anybody else besides Jennings yeah it was a bad throw yeah it was a bad throw um Probably the right. I mean, I guess the right throw because I mean, you you trust him. Well, that's who you're throwing it to. I mean, he gets yeah, yeah position, but he throws it behind him, so it's like yeah. So it's like know. any nobody else. Makes He's that just catch. a second late on every read. It seems like because he missed that one of the. In, well, one of the if end he zone. makes the right read, he makes the right read. Then he's still a second late on it, and coverage is there yeah. at that point. <laughs> oh, one thing I I don't get. Uh, the thing I've, I've talked to you both about this before. But it's like they bring in new coaches. They bring in, you know, new like uh, position coaches. 
you know, there's, there's turnover there, but it's like the culture never changes. I don't get it. Like I can understand if you're like, like Oklahoma, I've been, when I watched Mike Stoops defense and the same linebacker coach and D line coach and defensive backs coach for the year after year, after year, after year, and everything was exactly the same. I was like, well, the reason everything is exactly the same, there's different players, same coaches. They're being taught the same crappy technique. They're, you know, it's the same scheme. But then we bring in Alex Grinch, and it looks, at least through two games, it looks different. Like, it, you could see, like, it just – it looks completely different. But Tennessee brings in new guys. Tennessee brings in a guy from Alabama. and it, They still look – Like space cadets. They, they still – Tennessee. It, it, like, the, the play, um, you know, in the fourth quarter, the, the long throw that ends up setting up a – Phil goal to go into overtime, like yeah, that is it's so Tennessee. Like they just, they, it's what they do. They get down yep. in a in a tight game in the fourth quarter, and they find a way. Like the the defensive back has his eyes in the backfield. By the time he looks, the guy's a step by him, and then the the safety comes up and makes no tackle, makes it make takes no a tackle. terrible angle and doesn't make the play, which would have kept them out of field goal range right there. And, and, yep. So I mean you. It's 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 unbelievable that literally you just have different coaches and different players, and Same the culture product. and the culture never changes. I don't get I don't get why they can't get a culture change. I don't just to confirm that. what you said, Chris. Like while I'm sitting there watching it, and we're in great position to win this game. Most teams win the game in that situation. I'm just waiting for something to to go terrible, and I was not one yeah. bit surprised. I was upset. I didn't like it, but I wasn't surprised at yeah. all to see that guy streaking down the field. I was like, well, here, yeah, of course. <laughs> What other what other program is like us where BYU is on their own eight? There's a minute and five seconds left. They have one timeout, and you're like, "Yeah, we're gonna lose this." Like, because most, every, <laughs> so, most, yeah. every, most we're gonna everybody find a way. That way. Yeah, we're gonna find a way to lose this, and then we get a sack, or, or we we hurried him out of the pocket or something like that. And it's third third down, third and six, I think. That's what it winds up being, and you're like, "Oh, there goes a wide open receiver." Because Alante sat on the sticks instead of shadowing him like a normal person, it's like man. And dude, what like, sucks about well, that? How does this keep happening? We, we, it's like watching a freaking Sylvester Stallone series. Like you know, you, you know, it's it's just a different mm-hmm. villain. It's a different villain, but the same result. Yep. It's like it's all the win, same. Yeah. He's still gonna win, and it sucks because yeah, we're just we're just the villain. Alante played a good game up until that point. He yep. played a good game, looked good the whole game, but nobody remembers that because they just remember giving up that deep ball there at the end. And I feel like if we're on offense in that situation, we're definitely going to fumble it or throw a pick. If we're, if we're in BYU, so oh, yeah. like, there's no way we're doing oh, yeah. that. Like, it's just, like Chris said, it's the Tennessee way. It's the culture. It's what we've come to expect. Oh, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. And uh, we're not going to get anything out of – I mean, the only thing you could get out of this weekend is bad. It's like if you if you only beat Chattanooga by, th- by seven or – even 14, you're like, oh, well, that's not good. And if you beat them by 35, it's like, well, they're FCS. So you get nothing. We're still one and two. <laughs> you're still one and two. And we got to head to the swamp, baby. Yeah, you got a four-game stretch of Bama, Georgia, Florida, and Mississippi State in those four games. Oh, you're like, oh, well, gosh. one and six will be nice. But <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, baby. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, For the first time, I was like, I was looking up. I was like, where can I go that's not that week? And uh, thank goodness, Georgia Tech and or Carolina is playing at Georgia Tech on the fifth. It's the Georgia week, so I think I'm gonna go watch 
Georgia Tech and North Carolina play and just not worry it's about good. it. Hey, so. you can just you can just buy all new. I mean, you're already North Carolina basketball fans, so I mean, you can yeah. just jump ship if you want. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about it. You know, we got a get... Brown fan, yeah. dude. We're looking like we're going eight and four, crappy schedule, or I guess a good schedule, favorable schedule. Yeah, but just a boring schedule. So I mean, you know, hey, we could go eight wins and be a big jump and. I could hop on the ACC wagon and be kind of nice, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame you for it, man. If you'd have told yeah, and I'll me, tell you what. A- a- ACC tickets, super cheap compared to yeah. If you'd have told me that we were going to run for almost 250 yards and lose that game, I would have said, you're out, you're out of your mind. For one, we're not going to run for 250 yards. Out, out of your freaking <laughs> Yes. For one. I would have thought we might have ran for like 85 yards and won, won the game, but not run for two, 250 yeah. and lose. Nope. I will say that at least yeah. we got a lot of effort out of out of those two players. Gray looks like a stud. He's gonna be he's gonna be special. Yeah. And Chandler, especially in the second half, looked really nice. Yeah. Um, as I wrote in the article this week, uh, you can go find that on chat10sports.com. Uh, shameless plug. And I talked about like good teams finish those drives. Chandler gets his. He goes seven yards. Then he goes fifty-one yards. And then we wind up kicking a field goal or a deep field goal because we got stagnant. It's like, man, good – even decent teams carry momentum in for a touchdown or at least, heck, one more freaking series, you know. It's like, my goodness, dude. Like, we just suck the life out of our own selves sometimes. I don't understand it. Yep. We got a team full of soul suckers. We do. We do. Uh, I'm kind of tired yeah, talking let's, about let's, it. Let's, we, can, we can move on. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about fucking Vegas. So, dude, this week our over under in our fantasy or in our uh, college pick'em was Nebraska Colorado. That correct. Is correct. Mm-hmm. The over under was sixty four. The final score was thirty to thirty four. Incredible. How? I don't know how they do it. Who who gets the job? to set the spreads and set these scores. Is there like a team of of big fan guys that go out and watch these games and scout the teams? Is it computer generated? Like, what is it? I want that job. How do we get that job? Yeah. I, I, I want to know. We're, we, don't, we were talking about this the other day. Is this – while we were at the game in Neyland, we were talking about is it, a, is it a group of peeps that are all sitting there being like, Bob, I don't think it's going to be 64. <laughs> I think it's going to be 65. Yeah. Now, who are these cats? I knew I had that well, conversation. I couldn't remember who I had it with or where it was. Yeah, it was me, it was me yeah. you and Trav. Well, uh, if I had to guess, I'd say there's only one answer in this time, Travelers. So. You know what? It has to be. There's something well, to that. I mean, but you I don't think know. They just, you think they just throw out wrong answers? Yeah, like they're the like Army, the Army Michigan Yeah, one? they're like Tennessee's going to cover 25 against Georgia State. And it's like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was getting ready to say something nice about you, but now I don't really want to. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would you ever so, do that? Maybe maybe next week. Maybe well, I'll Ch- say something nice about Chris next week. Chase, you did call me a jerk last week. So. You are a jerk. <laughs> I, well, I got to keep – I got to, you know, I got to prove you right. I don't want you to be a <laughs> That's liar. That's true. That's true. I appreciate You're that. You're welcome. Look it out. Let's, let's move uh, back up. Let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the Army Michigan game. I know. I can yeah. talk about it with the spread uh, that was wrong. The spread that was wrong. Yeah, dude, come, come again. The Army Michigan yeah. game. 
The spread was 22 and a half. Uh, yeah, bro. okay, okay, I'm just making, I thought you were telling me, like, Vegas messed it up and sent out a typo. <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> but I was talking, I was talking to Nick about it, and uh, for some reason, he was very passionate that a pitiful Michigan offense was going to cover that. Like, pretty dad Jim confident yeah. about it. And, uh, you know, I really? just feel like, you got Army, they come in, those guys are, are, are men. I feel like it's a different breed of human there. Like, these guys yep. are, like, on every level of the word, man, they are men. They come out, they run this offense that nobody sees, well, I mean, other than who they play. But, like, these big teams don't ever see an offense like that. It's tough to prepare prepare for. You're teaching out habits, good habits that you've taught your players all year to, you know, just throw yep. that out of the water for one week. And here's the scheme we're going to play. It's tough. That's not easy to do. And it just eats the clock and just eats it and eats it and eats it. And I feel like even if Michigan plays good, I didn't feel like they ever had a chance to, to cover that spread just for the fact that they're playing against Army and the clock as far as the spread goes. Yeah. Like, I, I felt like they were going to win the game. I didn't feel like it was going to be the way it was. But um, just with the amount of time that that offense takes, I didn't think there was any way they were going to do it. And I kind of ended up, I kinda ended up yeah. feeling bad for Army because they did the same thing last year against oh, – who did they do that yeah. against last year? They did that at uh, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were on the way yeah. back from yep. Kujikana watching that. And uh, <laughs> uh, But they did that. They almost had these two huge uh, historic programs and almost knock them off, and everybody would have remembered it yeah. for a long time, but now nobody remembers it except for us, and that's only because Chris is a Again. Oklahoma fan. Yeah, and freaking Michigan celebrates this win like they just <laughs> – beat Ohio State for the first time. Yeah, Kirk, in yeah, Kirk Herb Street trolled him on that one. Yeah, that's that's who I saw that from. I was yeah. like, dude, don't go out here and celebrate. No, you're celebrating a big win against Army. Okay. <laughs> Watch out. But like yeah, just God. think about yourself in that situation. You're like, freak, we're supposed to be up there in the top ten. We got a chance to make the playoff and we're gonna blow it right here. And they've already set themselves up. You know that the, the doubt has entered their head. They're like, we're gonna lose this thing. What are we doing? Our season's yeah. down the tubes. And just think about all the emotion that once you finally get it, the relief, all that stuff coming back. I'd have been one of those dinglings running around the field screaming, excited, and he's like, turn, 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 turn. That was, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just do what we're supposed to do, just relax. So, y'all would have probably been reeling me in. Yeah. yeah you, you think about that, nope. that blueprint uh, from Army, and it's the only way a team of Army's caliber can compete with a way more talented team in Michigan. And Joel Klatt was calling the game, and he actually made a statement like, if you're one of these, like, terrible power five five teams, you know, uh, like a Rutgers or – Tennessee. Uh, I, I wasn't going to go there, actually. You know you thought about it. Plus, you know you thought about that. freaking triple option with JT, but yeah, he you can't run away from his shadow. It's unbelievable. Your offensive yeah. line was, but, you know. Um, it's true. But, yeah, the, the Joel Klatt was saying, like, that blueprint isn't going to win you a national championship. You're not beating Alabama. I mean, they almost beat Oklahoma and Michigan, but they, they've still lost. But you're not beating yeah. Clemson. You're not beating Alabama. You're not really beating those teams to win a national championship. But it's a – they get – you know, they were 10-win team last year, and I think they'll be a – probably a 10-win team this year. So – like that blueprint, like if you're a not good school, like why are you trying to beat these better schools at their own game? Like it's the only yeah. way these less talented teams can compete. 
And who knows, you start winning eight, nine, ten games a, a year with – I know it's boring football, but, I mean, I guess yeah. the players, and, and yeah. I guess part of the reason they thought that that game was going to go the way well, – part of the reason Vegas thought it was going to be a huge – uh, blowout win for Michigan is because you look at what they did against Rice, but then if you consider that type of offense, that like you said, it's not a point scoring offense. It's a tire you down. It's a destroy your will, run the yeah. clock. Yeah, like it's designed to get you wins in close games. Like that's, uh, I mean, so I didn't, I try not to look too much into that, even though Rice is not a good team. But like they still beat them, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, because yeah. you have to be so assignment sound on defense, like, and it's just mentally, it's and then, and then you think about the offensive side of it. It's like if I don't score here, I may not be back on the field this quarter. So it's like, and then you think that Michigan's starting Shea Patterson at quarterback, and it's like I don't know why there was any optimism there, but and you know. if you if you are not um, sound with your technique on defense, if you're not playing your assignments. You get beat by Georgia State, yep, which yeah. not to add, I looked at their stats this week, and this like they had to have known, seen something on tape because Dan Dan Ellington threw for almost five hundred yards this week. Dude wants to throw the ball, so that just goes to show me yeah. they saw something on tape that they wanted to exploit, and they did, and it worked. <sighs> they took the they kind of they didn't take the Omni blueprint, but they took the. We need to possess the ball for a for more time than Tennessee. We need to be yep. able to move the ball on the ground and keep it away from their offense. These guys and can't even line up right, so they probably can't play their assignments. So let's see what we can do with the option. <laughs> sure. If we run an option out to the out to the right, there's only going to be one guy there, so he's got to make a decision. Yeah, <laughs> which I was surprised BYU didn't do that sooner. You could start to see like some RPO type stuff later I know, on. I and that's kind of what they're like going to puke. I was like, not let's yeah, not go there because like, it's going to work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it sure did. It sure did. Yeah. Anything else, boys? I'll, I'll just say this. Right after you left, Chase, from the game, there was these two twerpy, twerpy boys and their, their dad that were sitting down in front of us. In front of us. Oh, yeah. They were shouting at Tennessee fans. They were Tennessee fans, and they were shouting at Tennessee fans. They were shouting, stand the expletive up. On defense, and then when it turned around to when we were on offense, they were screaming at the same people. They were just telling them to get up, telling them to shut the expletive up so we could let them, I guess, operate the offense in peace. Dude, it was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. I almost saw a <laughs> huge fan brawl between all Tennessee fans. And that's when I was just like, oh, wow. you know what? This is what our program has become. We even hate each yeah. other. We can't. <laughs> we agree on the same team, Dude. and we can't get along with each other. We're just tear, we're tearing down from the inside. I'm not gonna lie, my 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 instincts kicked in. He, there was these these two uh, two young bloods up up from us, and they're like, "Yo, won't you come up here? Come up here!" And uh, a little twerpy guy, he's like 120 pounds, dead. He actually, I was like, "What the heck are you doing? You're gonna die!" And so he comes up and gets right beside Michelle. So I stand up and puffed up and scooted Michelle over like I was about to handle stuff. Of course I was, and I just I just knew that if you fell into me, I'd be like, "Come on, bro, get off me!" But if you fell into Michelle, if you fell into Michelle, I would be inclined to do more, and I wasn't about to go there, so I stepped in, protect my wife, and then we're talking we're talking to the next day about it. My father-in-law, Steve, you saw where he was sitting. He's like, "What yeah. are you talking about?" He was like, "Where was I?" Literally sitting right in front of us. He had no idea what was ever going on. 
right, right in, front in front of us. Of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, it was, stage, it was nearly on, 20 feet away. Yeah. I don't know. I guess he was just so uh, drowned in his sorrows. He could, Dude, Steve, Steve was a little sad. Yeah. He's like, this is pitiful. Steve, you could, you, you could tell. I guess, when did I leave? Like two, three minutes, three, three four minutes left in the game? It's probably five. Yeah, and I moved out, I moved back down to my seats, and uh, it didn't get any yeah, better. I was like, so. perhaps I'm about to hit the fan here, and I got my boys here have just left me. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going <laughs> to. But then, you know, I got started thinking about it. I'd put Michelle up against either one of those guys. She'd handle her business. <laughs> she she'd be oh, fine, yeah. dude. Dude, Michelle, she's ready to throw She'll hands. If the yeah, she will. Yep. Uh, last two things on the Tennessee game. I heard two two great. One, just a well-timed quote, and the second was just uh, the lack of intelligence some fans have. So as we're walking out, we're literally just leaving the stadium. You know, the monstrous crowd that is right in front of Neyland. You're just trying to make it through. It's just body on body. And some big fella, you know, it's pretty quiet, just some rumbles. Some big fella with a lot of enthusiasm goes, 60 days till basketball season, baby. 60 days till basketball <laughs> season. So, got to get everybody in a good mood. And I was like, you know what? I kind of needed that. I was down in the dumps just kind of complaining to Trey. And I was like, okay. But, you know, it's kind of got me back in the mood. And then we had we had parked all the way back at the end of the fort, back near the soccer stadium, which is a good little hike. And I don't know if anybody's not been to UT campus it's all uphill you're like eventually i have to go downhill nope. well you're, you're not wrong. it's all uphill it's a it's just a big maze of hills it's all it is and everybody's <laughs> so fit and they've got huge calves <laughs> and the last one was we're coming to the end this byu fan was sitting on the corner i guess he was waiting for an uber he and his wife and uh he was just kind of sitting there chilling and this guy a little post malone looking fella rolls in i don't know what kind of wasted he was i don't know if it was from uh, a plant or a, a drink but he was out of it and he walks by he's like hey man you guys uh you guys driving back to you saw tonight i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like exactly Dude, yes and, and the byu fan his wife was like uh we're actually from north georgia so <laughs> what Those we're BYU not <laughs> friends in north georgia well, north, dude the mormons are everywhere yeah, i'm sure some Mormons just escape, you know, Utah and go someplace else. So, yeah, and then yeah. they're obligated to cheer for BYU because who else is going to cheer for BYU? So, <laughs> exactly, I understand, I understand. Yeah, well, well, boys, I think that's a wrap. I think we good this week. Well, yeah, I'm just glad we can come on here. We can vent. We can we can talk about our our funny situations we were in at the game. At least there was some uh, some sort of happiness and uh, entertainment from it. Yes, there was. But was, I will so. say this also, there's not going to be any more for a long time because I'm not paying any more money to go down there and see no. that trash. We'll not give – I said it last week and I promise it this week. I'm not going back and I'm not giving any more money. We'll, so we'll see, Chase. I'm out. We'll see. I know. I'm, a, I'm such a scrub when it comes to that stuff. But. If you're feeling weak, give us a call. We'll talk to you about yeah. it. Give us – Yes, I appreciate that. I'm just going to call you and be like, no, Chase, you're not yep. going. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not good for you. It's not good for your health. not good for your blood pressure. It's not good for your not good for no. your weight loss challenge. No, and I don't want to look like – I don't want that blood pre- that Ed Orgeron blood no. pressure, you know. Mm-hmm. Can't have that. I don't want to be red-faced for the rest of my True. life. No. All right, boys. 
We'll finally cash out here. She's tell them where to find us. Uh, can uh, find us on iTunes. Uh, it's a five star review, like, uh, follow us on uh, Spotify. Yeah. And we got we are at the Revolution Net on Instagram and the Revolution N eight on the Twitters. There we go, baby. That's where you can find us. And look out, Germ might be making an Instagram this bam, week. Bam, bam. I wish I could access my uh, my hip hop horn, but I, I haven't figured that out yet. We're gonna work on that for <laughs> you. We'll get for you. Yeah. Yep. Well, peace out, ladies and gents. We appreciate you tuning in to this week's Revolution. Check Network. us next week. It's a revolution. revolution.